politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So, guys, after the whistleblower was talking in Congress about the Twitter thing, uh, it brought back to mind the Uber thing, and then lo and behold, there was another Uber thing. I feel like I'm in a Dr. Seuss poem. There's thing one, thing two. <laughs> what was I didn't I didn't you know I saw that there was an Uber story and being a person filled with breach fatigue I didn't read it so what's the deal this was a pretty big one actually the uh, the people at Uber who were taking a look at it said that it was quote total in other words uh, they, <laughs> yes their, their their systems just got completely taken over huh for how long for for any purpose for how long. I believe they got names, addresses, ride times, uh, member ID numbers, uh, hmm. geolocation information. Bad stuff. Like it's stuff that could actually harm people in real life. No, st stuff that could harm you. And they did it by way of, wait for it, social engineering. But apparently... Yeah, they just tricked really, somebody? They, mm -hmm. they got somebody to give up their credentials, right, Travis? Yeah, that's right. It was uh, just, you know... It's a cliche to say the oldest trick in the book, but this is really the oldest, the oldest trick oldest in the book. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> They've arrested the person that they think was responsible, and lo and behold, it's another teenager, I think in the UK, associated with lapsus. And remember, the original story on lapsus was that it was a Latin American ransomware group. But yet, so far, the only people they've arrested of late and even before this are British teenagers. So how does that work? Now, are these like Cumberland sausage, scotch eggs, uh, British teenagers, or are they British teenagers who hail from South America? I think they look like the cast of Harry Potter. Yeah. No, I didn't mean, I, uh, just to be clear, I was not <laughs> <Yeah>. talking <laughs> ethnicity. I was right. talking sort of if they could be connected to lapsus over there. I mean, anything's possible, but they were arrested, all of them, I think, in the UK. Yeah, and they've all been shockingly young. So, what? What? Tell me, what? What do we? What? What are we calling young? Uh, I believe uh, fifteen, sixteen. I think the 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 earlier lapses arrests were somebody who was sixteen and somebody that was seventeen, something like that. So, you know, right smack middle of nice. teenage. So they're not right smack in the middle of probably not going to jail forever, which is also good for them. They could be working for GCHQ before you know it. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. They're gonna get. They won't get recruited to. Um, well, actually, that's interesting. They, they. I was just gonna say they won't get recruited to the to the you know to a division one hacking team, but uh, <laughs> but they <laughs> but they probably might they might end up somewhere good in cybersecurity.
Welcome to What the Hack, a show about hackers, scammers, and the people they go after. I'm Adam, cyber shocked. I'm Bo, cyber monkey with his hand in a cookie jar in the shape of a fist, and I cannot get it out. And I'm Travis, cyber tingly. (laughs) And today we're talking about a scam that hit a little too close to home. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rogue Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rogue's got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works, not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing, and I need to make split-second financial decisions, and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks, and I trade options, and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. Today we're talking with someone who needs absolutely no introduction because he introduces a lot. It's Bo. And Bo got hit by a scam. I mean, hit by a scam just recently. Yep. It was this weekend, as a matter of fact. So, all right, let's just hop to it. Um, I went to Michigan to visit my daughter. It was parents' weekend. And Michigan's, do you know Michigan has a football team? Hail to the (laughs) victors, valiant. Hail to the conquering heroes. Hail. Hail to Michigan, the leaders and the best. (laughs) So Esther had never been to any sports event ever. I like a good sports event, so I... There were tickets were sold out. I freaked out. She thought she could get student tickets. She couldn't. So I went on SeatGeek 
and I did. I found two tickets at the 30th, uh, the 30, 30 yard line, uh, 32nd row. Great seats. Is that how you got scammed? Um, no. So the tickets worked. <laughs> they were <laughs> they were fine. They were a little expensive, but they were fine. That's a little different than our previous episode where we had Bill on who went for hockey tickets, but they weren't real. Yeah, I mean, th it was definitely a fear of mine because I had never purchased tickets that I had to, um, I could only download to the, the wallet on my iPhone, but it worked out and and the tickets were good and the seats were great and the game was phenomenal but i'm getting ahead of myself i'm not quite sure how this happened but i i did drive i drove from connecticut to michigan so did you get hit at a gas station so this was the thing i maybe i well i remember putting my card in a couple of slots and it just stuck a little bit like I thought, mm. you know, you know how um, those slots sometimes will, like especially at a bank, they just won't accept your card. It just there's a hard stop and you can't get your card in because for whatever reason it doesn't want it. I thought that was happening. So yes, I for sure, I am glad I have transaction alerts on and on all of my major accounts because I sort of wonder about that. And actually, when I got home last night, there was a charge for sixty eight dollars on Amazon. I called both of my kids. Did you do that? No, no, and it turned out that it was um, something I had ordered that, that was back ordered that finally dropped and I needed to get a grip because I was so worried about getting scammed. So in other words, you, you took your own card over then for that one? I, I scammed myself for Gordon Park's segregation story, which is more recently in print again. Here's the deal. It was totally late. Esther and I thought we could get there at like 11.30 and then at the last minute someone was like, are you kidding? You got to get there three hours earlier at least. And so we couldn't find a parking spot. And does, do you all know how it works for parking at the big house? Well, at the big house, as I remember it, a lot of it had to do with people renting spots on lawns. 100%. And driveways. And <laughs> yeah, and the closer you get, the more expensive it gets. So. And if you drive into someone's house, you get a discount, actually, but that's all. <laughs> they have like a $20 lawn, a $30 lawn. When you get really close, it's a $60 lawn. And then when we were in there, Esther said, you know why the lawn, the $60 lawns are so expensive? It's because they have to listen to games every Saturday. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, it was, you know, it was nuts inside. So I finally, I did um, give up on the people renting spots in their lawn it just didn't seem like a good idea um i i found a spot i actually found a parking spot it was one of the it was a kiosk and my credit card chip didn't work was it just on one kiosk did you try it anywhere else or well so the deal is i was right there and mm -hmm. i you know there was not probably another parking spot for a thousand miles in any direction so no there was a hundred and ten thousand people going to that game i did not there was no way I was leaving that spot to find another kiosk. Right. But it was like, you know, I definitely had like that, I don't know what episode it was, but Abby. Yeah, that was uh, episode 50. Yeah. yeah, and someone drained her uh, unemployment compensation benefits card. So visions of that, I was freaking out. I downloaded a parking app. And if you've ever been at a big event, band the bandwidth is very limited and the network sucks. And I could not for the life of me. Download. I, I did finally download the app, but I couldn't get my information into it. There was just too many people on it, and it kept saying no, 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 no. So I went to the website, got through immediately, parked 
you know, it was, a, was appreciated that I had parked. It. I think it was $8.80, and I went to the game. And he picks up the first down. All of the two. Littleton remains in the game and running back. They give it to him again. Dives forward. Well, actually, one of my favorite football chants, because at Michigan, they got a lot of football chants, but when I was yeah. at my other school, uh-huh. and it was the first time that Stanford was on the verge of going to the Rose Bowl, yeah. Uh, I was part of the Council of Presidents, and we led a cheer, and the cheer was, imagine our Alan, imagine our elation. We've been waiting for this game since the Truman administration. <laughs> Who the hell could say that? Uh, we actually got people in the crowd to say it, but, you know, we have kind of a weird crowd at Stanford, so it was like what we did. So the way it worked at the big house was a little simpler. They just had people with signs. One said go, and the other one said blue. And then <laughs> they would hold up the sign that said go, and then everyone would say go. go. And then they would hold up the sign that said blue, and everyone would say blue. And blue. then they would just alternate. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty chill. Here's Tonga Bailoa. Over the middle. I mean, it's a madhouse in there. And um, if my Wi-Fi, you know, if I wasn't able to get a signal outside, for sure there was no signal inside. Um, did, did they have it, the guy that, uh, that like, every time they scored a touchdown, did the push-ups for points? No. Or I didn't see him. I mean, no, maybe. I have no idea. But it was a total blast. And I didn't look at my phone once because it wasn't working, right? There was no signal there. 110,000 people all trying to go on Instagram at the same time. Not good for the network. And who won? It was a really good game. It was kind of nuts, back and forth. I was told Michigan was going to trash Maryland by you, Adam. And um, that was not the case. It was a tight game, and it was fun. Well, then it's because later I read that the quarterback for Maryland happens to be the brother of the quarterback who came from Alabama that's now the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. So That's why it was a good game? He had a spectacular game as quarterback. And he has a good pedigree is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He comes from one of those families. One of those families. It was phenomenal. And watching Esther, who had never been to a sports event, go from like, I cannot believe I'm here an hour early and there's no one here, dad, for real, hot dogs maybe, to jumping up and down and screaming and like high-fiving strangers and it was the greatest. It was so fun to watch. And, there's nothing um, like a great college that has a great college football game. Nope, she's totally hooked. And um, on my way back, she actually sent me a uh, highlights reel of her favorite player. Like she's hooked. <laughs> Who was her favorite player? Corum. I, I can't think of his first name. I want to answer. He's the running correctly. back, right? He had a heck of a he's, game, over 200 yards. Spectacular. And he, he's, yeah, he is a little guy. He's five foot eight. But what was so cool about this five foot eight running back is there, he, there were several plays where the whole line was on top of him and he still pushed him forward. Yep. He's, he's a tough kid and he played really well. Um, and Esther even was getting frustrated with the fact that they were playing him down the middle. And she said, dad, can't they see that they just have to play him around the side? And, and, and she was describing a bootleg. And I was, I was like, "Mm, 
yeah, I think they know what plays to play, Esther. But yeah, that would be good. <laughs> and then they took a timeout. They ran a bootleg. Corum scored on it. <laughs> Corum down the sideline. Blake Corum does it again. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> she was very proud. And Esther was saying, why am it. I not an assistant coach at least? No, she showed me. She was like, Dad, that coach makes $7 million a year. <laughs> So no, and it's a great story. Um, that's that's Jim Harbaugh. He was the uh, he was the coach of Stanford. Took us from nothing to many bowl games. Then he became the coach of the San Francisco 49ers. and then he was hired for an insane amount of money by University of Michigan because for years we didn't win as many games as we should, and the alumni were very upset about it. And now he's at Michigan, and he's done a heck of a job. Well, I'm glad to hear that that is actually an insane amount of money. Okay, now. Let's get back to what happened because it's pretty much sucked. Um, so that's why I said I was keeping I, you on the happy talk. The happy talk. It's fine. I'm to, fine now. How much coaches okay are making now. as opposed to sad talk, which is how much <laughs> how someone much might have lose. gotten me for. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. I, I have very good protections in place. But so when we left, my phone blew up with messages. Like, not just like, the usual, I have a few friends who sometimes can really blow up my phone. Like there were me, a lot of messages. Of night, you know. No, it was even worse than that. And so I, I but the, here's the thing. The first three charges on my phone were from airlines for Oops. pretty expensive airline tickets, huh. I would imagine. <laughs> and then there was a message from Visa saying they suspected that my card had been uh, compromised. My gut reaction was to just turn my phone off. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means you get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com and please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I don't know exactly what happened. Did it have something to do with downloading the parking app? 
I think it has to do with not the app, but the website. Mm. So when when I went back and on Esther's phone, because I was afraid to use my phone at this point. Yes, <laughs> now we're jeopardizing our child's phone. Let's go with that one. I went to the site and it was not secured. There was no SSL. There was no secure um, socket layer. There, it was not a secure site. The lock was not there. And it was really clearly a, a spoofed site for parking in Michigan. They get 110,000 fans there. It makes perfect sense that a hacker would be like, okay, I'm gonna spoof a site because there's gonna be people panicking about parking. And the apps fail regularly because of bandwidth issues. I think that's what happened. There's been uh, cases of that with the uh, COVID-19 tracing apps in the early days of COVID, where you would go to a website and it would say, you know, to download the app to uh, trace uh, COVID cases in your area. And a lot, of, a lot of the time that just ended up being malware. I think uh, Canadians got hit pretty hard by that one. Yeah. So, I mean, what I like about what happened to me, if you can like what happened to me, was <laughs> that a there was a lot of pivot points in here that, that relate to stuff that we talk about. And I have transaction alerts. You know, in all the major credit reporting agencies, for me anyway, are frozen. And since our guest Chris Hutchins last week, I even froze the ones that I didn't know about. <laughs> so, Good call. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have any, there was no damage. There was no damage. But here's the deal. I want to show you guys something that I think has something to do with what happened to me. I just sent you both a link. Yeah, I think you need a copy paste. Can you go to it? Um, do it in private browsing mode if you can. I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys do it and tell me what. <laughs> just like I'm gonna open it up in uh, sandbox mode. Tell me what happens. Are you moving my mouse? Who me? Yeah. What What's going on here? Um, Is can this you? See you? Typing right now. Yeah, that's you me. Have a, you have oh. a moving mouse. Well, that link I just sent you guys is perhaps the most illustrative of the problem we all face in cyber. You guys know me. You guys know me well enough that I can send you a link that you're going to click on. That's how a lot of people get hacked. Do you remember Axton Betts Hamilton? Yep. Yeah, but what are you doing? In my, how do... <laughs> well, no, Axton, Axton was... Her identity was stolen by her mother. Right, but am I... I am I'm worse than both of your mothers. I am your, like, best friends. So if I send you something and I want to get you, I got gotcha. you. You got me. Um, but especially if you don't, if you don't even know you want to get me, that someone else wants to use you to get me. And by the way, Travis, really great acting job. Mm. I'm impressed. You made <laughs> you made Viola Davis seem like a hack. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I told Travis that I was going to send him this link before the show, and he knew what it was going to do. And we sent you this particular link because it's funny. Mm. Well, we're not going to say what it was for, but it was <laughs> sort of gross and funny. Um, <laughs> I, I knew, and Travis, what did we say Adam was going to say? Look at the notes before I said, you know. can you look at the link? Adam says, no way. Travis yep. says, I can yeah. sandbox it. <laughs> we knew <laughs> before you said anything that that's what, the way that was going to roll. Right. You totally called it. Yep. So... Go Adam. Forget Go Blue. Go Adam. Amazing job. Well done. <laughs>
Hail to the victors, valiant, hail to the conquering heroes, hail, hail to Michigan, the leaders and the best. Yeah, and so what I what I think is interesting, the most interesting thing about the story is it pivots on all the known points in cybersecurity, all of the pitfalls. And the biggest one is being in a rush and have and feeling like something is the end of the world and you gotta solve it. Which in my case was getting to the game before the band went into the big house because we wanted to see it. So it was like through all caution to the wind to get in there on time. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now if you're not if you're if you're not really um, protected, if you're not careful you're going to get caught and it's going to hurt for more than like, it didn't hurt at all. It was like a minute for me. It's like, like fine. Well, because but you're, you know, but you know, we always like to rhyme things. So it's like, if you can't wait, you're going to become bait. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We really kind of hit every, uh, quite a few. I mean, even if you think about it, like, can you look at this link the question itself was in episode 10 and kind of episode 12 when we talked to your friend Joyce, uh, who got hacked by via Mahjong, and <laughs> and um, and Larry, who was like, eh, <laughs> I'm going to click this link. Eh, who cares? Larry, we love Larry. Larry is awesome. So, yeah, he's great. So, but they're all just like, it's funny, like, it's the greatest hits, but those are, that's the way we get got. And it doesn't matter who you are. There's going to come a time, like for me, when you're trying to get into the big house and you've never been there before and you need parking, where you're going to make a mistake. And that's what hackers are waiting, looking for. They're just waiting for somebody to come along, you know, into their little spider web. I mean, could this have been a pretty lo-fi scam? This was a way lo-fi scam. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be too difficult to change the signs at public parking. I mean, a lot of them look like they're just printed by FedEx anyway. But I feel like that's what hacking has become, Adam. It's like, you know, in the old movies when like the crook changes the sign, they're like, the, you know, the arrows one is like, this is the, this is the road to the bad town where you will be robbed. And this is the town to the good town where you won't be robbed. And they just switch the signs. I've had that before. <laughs> sign switching. <laughs> I've ended up in the wrong state, but you know, hey. I get that. Well, one thing that's uh, sketched me out before about a lot of the um, parking meters, modern parking meters that tell you you can download an app, is that they direct you to them by way of a QR code. And it would be the easiest thing in the world just to say like, okay, this is a app provided by the city. If someone just puts a sticker over it, you're pretty much in their hands. I hate when you do this. You just gave criminals advice. But that is true. And the other Anything thing is... Anything we say is giving criminals advice. Well, but here's the thing. What he just said also could have worked in this scam where you just, instead of it going to an app, it would just say, oh, the app is down right now. Please go through the website. Well, well Bo, not only, not only that, because you determined that the, the, the website was sketchy after you took a look at it, the truth is there are a lot of websites that aren't sketchy that just become victimized by uh, e-skimming, which is where someone puts a malicious Yeah, no, you don't even have to website. make a mistake. It's true. I mean, yeah. in my case, I, I, I think what I was trying to illustrate is like the mistake is a teachable moment because I was in a rush. And right. it's always like, you know, cooler heads prevail. But um, so however it is you get got, now we're on the other side of that. What's going to protect you? For me, this is where you've gotten got, but you want to ungot the got that you got. You want to 
not get hurt now that you now that there's now that the the rabid raccoon is in your living room you want <laughs> to not get hurt behind the couch <laughs> <laughs> so i have transaction alerts set up on all of my credit cards good so the minute somebody makes a charge i know it and i never ever ever use my debit card for anything ever that said i do use it at atms so i could still get got i could still get hit by a skimmer scam Skimmer scam, skimmer scam, skimmer scam, skimmer. Anyway, so I like that. Skimmer I know scam. you love it when I. I know you love it when I scam, skimmer scam the scam song. But um, uh, so that's one thing. The the other thing I have going in 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 my favor is that on my phone I have a SIM card pin number, and I'm using a phone that has a physical SIM card. In the future, that's not going to be the case, and I'm not quite sure how we're going to navigate that. But right now, that's a protection that I can enjoy. Um, and it makes makes my phone a safer haven than it would be otherwise. So one of the ways to protect yourself against skimmer scams is to have a SIM pin. This is very good. I like the way this is kind of flowing. This is very SIM. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's see if we can keep going. And then the other thing that I have is a, I'd like to see you alliterate this, buddy. I have credit freezes at all the major credit reporting agencies. Uh, yeah, I can't do that one. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> so that's it, though. And it's really, it really is. It sounds like a pain in the butt, but it's pretty simple to protect yourself. No, and you have um, a fourth. You have a fourth thing. What's that, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even call him. So, so that is, that's the story for the week and I like it. I hope that you liked it and I hope that you will do all the stuff that I do so that when you get, is it a win or an if? When you get hacked. When you get hacked. You're It'll absolutely totally right. Chill. No, Bo, you did good. You did. It'll be a bowl of matzo ball soup. Happy New Year. <laughs> and at this point we do golf applause. So you know the the being rushed thing. That's what happened to Ivana Milicevic. Yeah, when her Instagram account got hacked. Was right. that? Did she fall for the copyright scam? Yeah, she got a DM and uh, said that she was busy, had a lot going on, and that's how they got in. Yeah, and 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 she is, you know, she probably she has a kid, a, a young child, and is uh, for sure was busy, and also has you know. A, a real work ethic and an ethic ethic. And so when told she had a copyright issue, it bothered her. You know, and a lot of creatives, it's funny, that's a really smart ruse for creatives because creatives take copyright really seriously. Totally. So for the benefit of our listeners, that's where you get a notification that looks like it's coming from Instagram. And they say to you that some of the content that you're using is in violation of copyright law which is enough to make anyone's blood run cold, especially if they're in the content business. Yep. All right, which brings us to our tinfoil swan. Our paranoid takeaway that'll help keep you safe online. This week, 
SSL. I am convinced there are people who do not know what SSL is. Travis, what is it and why does it matter? The three of us being amongst. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it's how I got scammed. It's, so true. it's important. Uh, SSL stands for Secure Socket Layer. Uh huh. That's that doesn't tell me anything. Right. In plain English, uh, what it does is it encrypts your connection between your device and a website or a email server. When you're transmitting anything on the web, um, if you don't see that little tiny padlock next to the URL, that means that you are not that your transmission is not being encrypted. So that means that someone could potentially intercept your credit card number or social security number, passwords, anything along those lines. So the scammer, in my case. <laughs> <laughs> they could have gotten scammed by a man in the middle attack. Yeah, exactly. Especially if they're on <laughs> public idiotic. Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> the problem, and now to not to make people more depressed, but that is my nature, is there have been instances that they've written up where people, bad guys, have gotten their hands on these security certificates, right, Travis? So yeah, it's true. So they great websites that look like they have the padlock and... Uh, and have HTTPS. Yeah, definitely. It's not a cure-all. Um, but what it does mean, though, is if you want to do typo squatting and have like Google with three O's, you can still protect that with a certificate, and you're still going to get hacked. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Google <laughs> Google doesn't have three O's? Oops. No. <laughs> no, we um, have articles about both of these things on adamlevin.com, but I do think it's very funny that the criminals didn't use a secure site, so they could have themselves leaked data to a third party who also used it right <laughs> and that there are criminals out there who are like not willing to share their data with anyone else so they use <laughs> they use an ssl the thing to keep in mind is that this is important enough for security that google announced a few years back that they would give you worse search results if your website was not protected with ssl like that's how important it is to them uh just to make sure that you're connection to the web uh, in particular is encrypted. Well, don't a lot of the, the browsers now indicate to you that, uh, wait a minute, you may want to be careful right. about that website. Yeah, in a lot of cases you can get sort of the uh, little pop-up just saying like, your connection is not secure, we do not recommend you proceed with this. Every time I try to do anything on an airplane, it reminds me of that. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, it is, it is, um, just depressing and you're all gonna you're all doomed <laughs> but yeah the, the takeaway here is just look for the little tiny padlock next to the url and that's a small piece of extra security that you can uh, apply to your browsing habits and if it doesn't have the padlock back away so bo where are you coming to us from today <laughs> Where I always come from, I'm sitting in my chair in my little office. There are no bears this fall, none. But I did, I did explode the plumbing to my pool again. <laughs> but this time, I learned how to fix it. So now I am an amateur plumber. This is fabulous. Is it true that you've now created a wonderful sweatshirt for sale for what the heck with a bear? Okay, we don't have them yet because I'm okay, doing business with a yet. very small provider of said, said cotton products. But he, there's a dude who's making the plushest, most delicious hoodies you've ever seen with the WTH bear. It's the coziest bear in the world. AKA Is it Kenneth? Kenneth. 
It might be Kenneth. I mean, I think it's Kenneth. But I'm calling it Cozy Bear. I like Cozy Bear. Well, I mean, me so too. far they've done nothing to me. They've tried to do <laughs> stuff to <laughs> us all, but not to me personally. That you know and, of. And that's why, Cozy Bear, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> CrowdStrike discovered that a Russian hacking team called Cozy Bear first penetrated the DNC in the summer of 2015. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media. It's produced by Andrew Stephen, the man with two first names. You can find us online at loudtreemedia.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.